Hi, and welcome to another Mind Over Money. I'm Van Pappas, your certified financial planner, private CFO with Oxygen Financial. And I come to you every Thursday at noon with some great financial advice, uh, tips, life hacks, and a way to make your wallet fatter uh, and learn something along the way. So <clears throat> this week I'm fine solo, no guest. Uh, we'll have another guest next week, so come on back. But this week, what I want to educate you on is <clears throat> retirement plans and rollovers, um, what those mean, how they work, uh, give you some information on, on that topic. So, you know, a lot of people have reti company retirement plans, a 401k, a 403b, some kind of company retirement plan. And you might find yourself changing jobs and then when you change jobs, you get a new company retirement plan. And a lot of people will completely forget about their previous employer plan. It just sort of sits there. Maybe they get some statements, they forget about them. Um, <clears throat> maybe one day they get a letter in the mail saying, hey, you know, please do something with this old plan. We want you to move it. And then you have to say, what do I do with it, right? Now, you've got a couple of options, all right? The first option is that you can actually withdraw money from your 401k or company retirement plan um, and just put the money in your pocket. It's a bad idea. Here's why. First off is if you're under 59 and a half years old, the IRS is going to come along and say, hey, you pulled that money out too early. Uh, we're going to hit you with a 10% penalty. That's the last thing you want. You don't want to just give the IRS 10% of your money. Um, plus, remember how company retirement plans or IRAs or any of those work is that you take money out of your paycheck, you haven't paid any taxes on them, you invest those dollars and they grow tax deferred. All right. So when you actually pull money out of your 401k, you actually have to pay taxes on it. So now you're in a situation where if you've got this old company retirement plan, <clears throat> if you decide to take it out and put it in your pocket, Great, you got some cash in your pocket, but you're going to pay a 10% penalty and you're going to have to declare that as income and pay taxes. And that could be a lot depending on what your tax bracket is since you're still working. So option one, not a good idea. Option two, you take your old company 401k and you roll it into your new company 401k. That's absolutely an option. Um, there is no taxes paid. There's no penalty for doing this. You're basically moving money from one tax deferred account to another tax deferred account. And that's 100% allowed. All right. Do you want to do this? Well, it really depends. You need to do a little investigating and find out about your new company's 401k. It depends on what the cost is, what the fees are, depends on the investment options. A lot of times company 401ks don't give you a whole lot of options. You can't just go buy some individual stock if you want. You got to select the funds that they offer. All right. And those could be very limiting. So while that is an option, you might want to look at option number three. Option number three says you can take those old 401ks from previous employers and roll them into a IRA, a traditional IRA. Now, why is that a good option? Well, you still get the same uh, rollover 
benefits, right? You can roll it over without paying any penalty and without paying any taxes. You're going from one tax deferred account to another. But now in a traditional IRA, you might have a lot more options and the fees might actually be less when you stop to look at it. All right. So that's the third option. Now, which one you do is really dependent on you and what you're trying to accomplish. What other rules do we want to look at when dealing with rollovers and 401ks and IRAs? <clears throat> well, the first thing we want to look at is how much can we actually contribute? A lot of people don't realize. They go in, they say, hey, I'm taking 2% of my pay, and that's the last they think about it. A 401k allows you <clears throat> to contribute up to $22,500 each year if you're under 50, and if you're over 50, up to $30,000. Now, that's indexed, so it changes from year to year. So you need to check, if you're watching this video a year from now, check and make sure what the new limits are. Why is that important? Well, you may want to get and maximize how much you're contributing. Because remember, every dollar that goes in is reducing your taxable income in this calendar year. Now, the one thing you absolutely want to do is look and see if your employer is offering any match. And so you, at minimum, want to try to contribute up to whatever the company matches. Because let's be honest, that's just free money. If they're giving it to you and matching it, you might as well. <clears throat> now. If you have a company 401k, can you also contribute to other retirement plans like an IRA or a Roth IRA? Well, what's the difference? Well, an IRA, we already said a second ago, is just another tax deferred account. And you absolutely can contribute to an IRA even if you are contributing to a 401k. But there is some limitations, all right? The first limitation is that you may not be able to deduct the contributions into the IRA if you're also participating in a company-sponsored retirement plan. You can still make the contribution, but it may not reduce your taxable income. So in that scenario, you might say, well, hey, instead of contributing to an IRA, since I'm already contributing to my company-sponsored plan, let me contribute to a Roth IRA. What's the advantage of that? Well, a Roth IRA is going to take dollars that you already put in your pocket, that you already paid taxes on it, so it's after-tax dollars, and it's going to let it grow tax-free. What a huge benefit the government has given us with Roth IRAs, right? I put money in, $1,000 in, it grows to $10,000. When I pull the $10,000 out, I pay zero taxes. Ooh, that's huge. But there are some limitations on when and how much you can contribute. Just like an IRA, <clears throat> you can contribute up to $6,500 a year if you're under 50 and $7,500 a year if you're over 50. But there's a phase out. If you make too much money, you can't make a contribution. So you single people, if you're making over $153,000 a year, sorry, you're phased out. You can't contribute to a Roth IRA. If you're married, you can make up to jointly up to $228,000. After that, again, you're phased out. You can't make a Roth contribution. So double check with that. Talk with your financial planner. Now, are there other ways to get money out of the 401k and into the IRA? Because we said a second ago, that if you 
have money in the IRA, it might be less expensive to you and you might have more investment options. If you open up a brokerage IRA and your financial advisor should be able to help you do that, then you could buy anything you want. You could buy whatever the brokerage account allows you, individual stocks, exchange traded funds, mutual funds, treasury bonds, whatever. All right. <clears throat> now, there is something called an in-service withdrawal. All right. What's an in-service withdrawal? Well, that is when you are taking money out of the 401k. And I, I keep using the word 401k, um, really employer-sponsored plan, because some employers have 403bs. Uh, a lot of government entities have 457 plans. So there's a lot of different types of employer-sponsored plans, whichever you have, whether it's 401k, 403b, whatever, you can do an in-service withdrawal in certain situations, all right? Not every company-sponsored plan allows this, <clears throat> but as of 2019, about 70% of all U.S. company-sponsored plans did have some kind of option that would fall under these in-service withdrawals conditions. What would be the purpose of that? Well, one thing that allows you to do an in-service withdrawal is if you're buying your first home, you can actually take that in-service withdrawal without paying any penalty. Now, if you're older and still working, and a lot of us are gonna find ourselves in that scenario where we're still working past 59 and a half, right? So if you're already 59 and a half and you're still working, you can actually do an in-service withdrawal because you have passed that 59 and a half uh, threshold and you will not be charged the 10% penalty. And you have some options, just like we had options with the old 401k plans from our previous employers. We can do the same thing with in-service withdrawals after 59 and a half. We could take it and put it in our pocket and we won't pay the 10% penalty. We'll still have to pay taxes because remember, this is tax deferred, but we could also take it and roll it into an IRA. Even though we're still working, we could take that money out of the company-sponsored plan and put in an IRA, which we've already said multiple times now that might be less expensive, the fees might be less, and we might have better options. So there's really four things you want to do to find out if you can take advantage of this, all right? First is ask your plan, does your plan allow for in-service withdrawals, okay? You need to call them up or, you know, however you communicate with your 401k provider and ask them if they allow for that because there is still 30% of companies out there that don't allow for it. And then ask them if they do allow for it, what conditions apply? What rules do they have around those in-service withdrawals? You want to understand that, all right? And then ask what type of account I can move the money into. Here's why that's an important question. More and more plans now have both a traditional 401k option and they also might have a Roth 401k option. Now, we said a second ago why Roth IRAs are so um, valuable. It the, works the same in a Roth 401k, all right? Any money that you put into a Roth 401k, you've already paid taxes on it, 
and now it's growing tax-free. And so depending on what type of money you have in your 401k as to what the rules around the in-service withdrawals are, and that's going to really answer the last question of those four questions, which is what are the tax consequences of the withdrawal, all right? If it's Roth money, pay no taxes. If it's traditional 401k, I'm still going to have to pay taxes if I put in my money. If I'm rolling the money from a traditional 401k to an IRA, I pay no taxes because I'm going from one tax deferred account to another tax deferred account. If I take the money as an insert withdrawal from a Roth 401k and go to a Roth IRA, I pay no taxes because I'm moving from one Roth to another Roth. All right. Now, we already said before about matching. It usually makes sense to contribute enough to your 401k to get the maximum matching contribution from your employer, right? But adding to an IRA in your retirement mix can also provide with more options and lower fees, like we said. And a Roth IRA will also give you a source of tax-free income in retirement. So we got a lot of different avenues we need to explore here. But the first one you need to look at is double check. You've probably changed employers and you very well could be right now, as you're listening to me, find yourself in a scenario where you have one or more old 401k plans out there that have just been sitting for years. Check those out. Double check them, see what you have, call your financial advisor and discuss with them about doing some sort of rollover. All right. So then once you've solved that and you've got all that taken care of, look at your current situation. How much am I contributing to my current 401k or 403b? Am I maxing that out? Am I getting a full 22,005? Am I just contributing enough to get the matching from the employer? Whichever one of those options, you know, you have to look at your own situation. You need to make sure you have enough money coming in to pay your bills. So you don't want to contribute so much to your company sponsor plan that you can't pay your bills. Because we know once you put it into your 401k, you can't take it out without a penalty if you're under 59 and a half. And then if you still find yourself in a scenario where you're like, hey, I'm making good money, I've maxed out my 401k, and I want to take advantage of some of these other things, then you could say, all right, now let me contribute $6,500 to an IRA. There's no income limitation for contributing to an IRA. While I said before, there's an income limitation for Roths, there is no income limitation for an IRA but you still may or may not be able to deduct it depending on how much your income is. And you can check with your, your advisor on what that income limit is on whether it's deductible or it's just a contribution to an IRA. What's the advantage of that? You're just getting more dollars growing tax deferred, all right? That's all you're doing by putting more money in an IRA, even if you're not getting a tax deduction in this current year. So a bunch of rules. Hopefully this cleared up some. If you have any comments, put, post them in the in the link below and uh, you know, I'll answer them. Feel free to give me a call or call your personal financial planner. And uh, we'll see you next week on another Mind Over Money.